0: Hello fellow Supermoms, Nadine here from the Special Needs Supermom podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about medication for ADHD. Because still in this day and age, there is a lot of controversy about ADHD medication. Uh, I saw it with my parents because when they first heard we were going to try ADHD meds for uh, our son when we lived in America, they were terrified, and uh, that he would turn into a zombie. And you know, it was just a matter and I still hear this today. It's just a matter of a clean desk, taking away all distractions and just focus or, you know, make it really fun. If you're in school for seven hours, I don't know if you can remember that. But really, did you find everything interesting? And yes, you have to learn it all. And yes, you have to do it all. Doesn't help you focus. Clean Desk doesn't help us focus, because we have a really creative mind. So I wanted to talk to you about what it can bring you if you have the right meds. I've been diagnosed last year at the age of 45. You know, I've always been busy, and we always joked about the fact that uh, you know, Wonderboy kind of looked like his mom. You know, he had this from his dad and <laughs> this, definitely his mom. But I never got a diagnosis. You know, I did fine and had my own business. And of course I did a gazillion things an hour. And I can't for the life of me sit still for a few hours on a couch. You know, only if I have pneumonia or something. Uh, yet... You know, ADHD meds, or having a diagnosis, I never thought about it. I really, to be honest, when I had a guest on the show, it was the first time I thought, wait, wait, she she sounds exactly like me and her youth kind of sounds like me. But still, I didn't see uh, the problem. So it was more out of curiosity that I went for an ADHD med, uh, ADHD diagnosis. And part of that was, uh, you know, I had to do several tests and I had a a lot of talks with a psychologist and a psychiatrist and an ADHD specialist. Uh, uh, And I had to try out uh, several computer tests with and without medication. I have to say i did great on both of them because hyper focus people and i'm really competitive in computer <laughs> games, so <laughs> i was acing it anyway but when i was on my way home and you know i still had um, they gave me ritalin i still had that in my system and i was standing on a train station and for the first time ever and if you don't have adhd you won't get this part but i was only standing on a train station waiting for my train and it was dark and you saw those offices and normally i will see the light in an office and i will think oh that's still so bad there's probably somebody working late there and oh they might have had a row with their boss or they're bullied and i come up with all these stories of an office with lights in the window i don't even see persons but i will make up a story and the same goes everyone i see waiting on a train and in the meantime at the same time i'm also thinking about groceries how late will i get home will i make it on time for dinner or do we have to get some you know a take out by the way there's a client meeting going on all at the same time until that day when it was There's a song by uh, an Icelandic artist called Björk, and she sings It's Oh So Quiet in the beginning of that song. It was so nice. And I went like, well, okay, to be honest, boring, non-ADHD people, really boring minds, but... I only had to focus on one thing. There were no gazillion thoughts in my mind popping up. Anyway, that was just for the test. And I went home and I was going to do cognitive behavioral therapy. And I thought, you know, I have been doing this 45 years without meds. Really, I don't need it. To be honest, uh, you know, we're not uh, anti-meds at all in our home. Because I'm a severe asthmatic my daughter has juvenile arthritis. I would have died at the age of four if it wasn't for science and medication. And several times after, if I would have had a, the, the lives of a cat, well, no, I would have been dead with the life nine lives of a cat as well. So meds saved my life numerous occasions. And still to this day, I can't go without my... Uh, Uh, as my inhalers and I've got several doses and several times a year I need some extra oomph uh, to to help my lungs but you know it's all there so I'm really grateful for hospitals, science the same goes for Supergirl, we have a daughter with juvenile arthritis a lot of people don't know but you can still die of rheumatoid arthritis, people still die of that and I, I don't even want to think about how and where she would be without her medication. I'm in a parent group uh, uh, with uh, moms uh, in the U.S. where we used to live. And I, if I hear the terrible stories of their kids not having access or, you know, health insurance blocking meds and the effects of that. When I see it when my daughter can't take her shots because, you know, she has a temperature or anything. (laughs) Anyway, we're positive about medication. We can see what it can bring you. So when Wonderboy at the age of seven, when we lived in the States uh, and he got his diagnosed for autism and ADHD, and he explained and we saw firsthand how he really could not focus in school. They would start the day with uh, uh, something called super six. So the teacher could, you know, check all the kids and everybody had to do six math problems. He would be distracted within one, the the first assignment, he would be distracted. Uh, And still later on in high school, he went to a specialized high school for kids with autism and ADHD. And they would say, you know, we will just place you in front of a white wall and you will try to say that's not the solution. Because a white wall can be, you know, the North Pole, the South Pole, which makes you think about uh, polar bears or, you know, penguins, depending on where you are. and. Uh, pollution, and because when you think about that, you think about, you know, that the ice is melting, pollution, <gasps> animals will die. What can I do? Seriously, that's how fast somebody can think about something. And that's just a white wall. And for my son, it would probably, you know, be the planet of Hoth. Star Wars <laughs> nerds will know what I'm talking about. Really a white planet, if you don't crack the, the, the soul that is. But a white wall, seriously. We have a lot of imagination. Most ADHD people are really creative, so (laughs) it's happening all here. The fact that we have a messy desk doesn't matter at all. Uh, Until he finally got some medication and we saw him still being creative, still playing with his Legos, but he was able to focus for a longer period of time. So it made everything way easier for him so back to me 40 years later and they said to me you know part of uh, the therapy is really trying out meds because it's still the first choice of treatment to be honest I was reluctant and I was like seriously is it not just about finding the right therapy what will work for you and of course Little things like that can help. It helps that I don't have 10 different notebooks nowadays, but only one with several tabs for all the different tasks, but it's in one place. And uh, to prevent me going into hyper focus, it helps that I have a timer that says, "Okay, you need to stop right now. It helps that I have reminders in my phone. But you know, I'm really creative. Uh, I'm a writer, uh, I'm a designer, uh, but even if I'm writing a really difficult, uh, technical, uh, text, um, uh, so besides, you know, uh, uh writing uh, children's books and stuff, I'm a technical copywriter by trade, so I love nerd talk, <laughs> and I often say I make nerd sexy, uh, so I like difficult stuff, uh, but when I'm writing that, in the meantime, I'm also thinking a gazillion other things because I'm writing the text, so I think, you know, this would also be a great idea for that client. So I scribble that down. And when they're doing this, wait, let me just give them some ideas for their social media. So, you know, how can they use this really difficult top subject, talk about this really subject, difficult subject on social media? let we'll write that down. In the meantime, I'm writing, and my pencil reminds me that I need some, I don't know, ink for new pens or whatever. Grocery list while I'm on the subject and that goes on and on. I'm still writing a text, still going great, but it's all, you know, going on all the time. And if people say, just sit and relax, I can't sit and relax. Are there moments that, you know, I really can numb my brain? Yes. It wasn't until I heard Denise uh, Duffel-Thomas talk about it, but I used to lose myself in books because it numbs all the thoughts. But I can't read a book when I'm writing for a client. You can't read a book when you have to pay attention at school. For me, when I was a kid, it did help to make little drawings. My son does it as well. And a lot of teachers still think, you're distracted but no actually you know having that movement in your pen helps you focus on your teacher at the same time the same my son studies with yeah youtube videos and music in the background it would distract me but for him it numbs but nothing nothing has the same effect, I can say now, as ADHD meds. So I started uh, trying out meds this January. So I'm really a newbie. And thankfully for me, the first medication was the right one for me. I had to play with the doses. And I didn't know a lot about it. But it's really helpful if you have a specialist that knows all the things. so, in the beginning, of course, my body had to get used to it. So, uh, sometimes I felt, <laughs> you know, I was so not used to the fact of not having a quiet mind. It was really, for the first couple of weeks, I really had to get used to it. But, seriously, I'm, I'm still really creative. I still have all the ideas. I still create, I think really awesome <laughs> communication and marketing plans for my clients if I'm not writing a really technical nerdy report, which really is my favorite. But I, I write like twice as fast because I'm only doing this. I still allow myself if I have a great idea, to I will scribble it down, but I won't overthink it. I can leave it alone. So the Mets have been such a nice, well, not nice isn't even the word, a mind-blowing effect. I'm 46 years old now. I have my own business. I actually have two businesses. I'm a board member of the Juvenile Arthritis Association. You know, special needs mom of two. I do a ton of shit. I, I really still can't relax because, <laughs> you know, there's so much fun stuff to do out there. But... Doing all that stuff also can make me really tired because your mind is constantly switched on. A warm bath won't help. No distractions won't help. You know, just sit down won't help. Yes, a glass of wine relaxes me, but really it doesn't help me get into action mode. So I wouldn't recommend that. It's nice in the evening, but not during the day. And actually that numbs my creativity. So uh, if you're a kid, I really with this podcast want to take away some of the fear. I saw it with my parents uh, 13 years ago, 12 years ago, uh, when they heard, you know, we were stationed in the States and they heard all these stories about kids being medicated in American schools and What not? I don't know what they were thinking. But still, people are really afraid. I was talking to somebody else the other day and she said, Yeah, but I'm a really creative person. I'm so afraid that it will take away my creativity. I can tell you firsthand, with the right meds, no, that won't happen. You know, I, I, I didn't turn into a zombie. That doesn't say, you know, that if you're, I was lucky, so the first meds were the right fit, and there are meds that, you know, might not be the right fit, and you have to, uh, you perhaps have a longer journey. But you see that with when you have asthma, we showed up with uh, with or juvenile arthritis med- medication, the same struggle, you know, also because she had meds that worked, and after six years they didn't work. Then she had puberty. We had to change meds again because she got older and her body changed uh, hormones and everything. And in that way, I think it's the same for ADHD meds. And we're all different persons. So like with asthma and juvenile arthritis, there's not one medication fit for all. That's the same with ADHD meds. To be honest, with Wonder Boy, we had a long trial and error. In America, he tried all the meds before we found the right hit. The short term was not his best uh, because he was awake (laughs) really long and we're already night owl, so really long. Uh, And when we came back to the Netherlands, the ADHD meds available there weren't available here and we had to start from all over again. And then they say you have to start with Ritalin and then you work your way up to Longer version. If that doesn't work. You go to a different type. You have. I think. meds that. Stimulate you. And you have meds that. And that sounds weird. Because really. Do we need more stimulation? <laughs> for some reason. It levels the, the game. For me. Other one. Other people need meds that. You know. Are more. I don't know. Downers. Perhaps. I wouldn't know. Uh, To honest uh, how you would call them and I remember when one boy was about I think 10 or 11 years old and he was trying out a new mat and he was crying because he lost all his imagination and the psychiatrist at that time said you know but it's good he needs to be grow up and focus more and if that's the side effect and we were like (laughs) That's not a good, seriously, our Lego master builder, you're going to take away his ability to play with Legos. If that happens, not a good fit. But, you know, if you see your kid really, really struggling at school and having like a box around his desk, at least that is what they did in the old days, old days, in my, my time and age that they have this little box or they put you in a room just by yourself. So no other kids or in front of a white wall. That's not the trick, you know, and trying to make everything interesting. I don't know what was the last time you were in school, but seriously paying attention for seven or eight hours is hard for normal kids, let alone people with ADHD that have all the imagination and think something about everything. And no, we can't stop that. So if you a, a specialist, suggests, you know, if you see your kids still struggling at school, if you are struggling. Don't be afraid to try out ADHD meds. You know, to be honest, I was doing OK. I had my own business and doing all those things, but Girl, did I wish I had I knew this and I had this met way earlier, because would have that speed up a gazillion things, but also help me relax because if your mind is constantly on, you know it's it's terrible. So I don't know if you saw that, but something changed on my screen. I'm like. (laughs) Am I heck now? But so yes, there are little things that can help you focus and help your kid focus. But if your mind never stops still, stands still, never stops, and if your kid is really struggling in school, if you're constantly tired because your mind is always turned on, don't be afraid. With the help of a specialist to try out meds because to be honest I, I do so much more stuff now I did a lot of stuff but now I'm not that tired at the end because I can focus on things on one task at a time and it's mind-blowing mind-blowing so yo know, It's hard to explain if you don't have ADHD. But yeah, a white wall won't help your kids. A clean desk or a clean room doesn't make a difference. Doesn't make our mind shut off. So if your kids, uh, if you see your kids struggle, contact your specialist. Try our stuff. I know it can be scary. You know and if your kid says it feels down because of it it's not the right fit uh, but if it can help your kid succeed in school and with succeed i don't mean getting straight a's because that's not what it is in life about what it is in life but be happy because his mind is a little bit more quiet and he can you know, not jump into every conversation with their opinion. Focus. So not have a teacher angry at them all the time because they're disruptive and they, they, they don't even realize that. If you see your kids struggle or maybe, you know, you're really tired as well. And you know, you have ADHD and you can't relax, can't recharge. Talk to your specialist for me. I still can't get over the fact the first time I was standing on a train station going. I was just standing on a train station without thinking all the stories of all the people. I was just relaxing, standing, waiting for my train. And I got home after a really busy day, completely relaxed because this (laughs) was in (laughs) Zen mode. (laughs) So, that was it for today. Let me know. You know, are you on meds? Did it help you or not? Did it take you long to find out the right, to find the right med or the right dose? Uh, What did it bring you? Or, you know, what didn't it bring you? That's also, of course, a possibility. So, let me know. Uh, uh, Respond to this podcast. Uh, uh, Rate, rate, rate and review, please, <laughs> because it really helps other special needs supermoms uh, like you to find this podcast. And if you have any questions, go to uh, the website specialneedssupermom.com and you can contact me there or you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. I hope you have a lovely day. Until next time, bye. This was today's episode of the Special Needs Supermom Podcast. Enjoyed your mental glass of wine? If so, please subscribe, rate, and review the show and recommend the podcast to other special needs supermoms. You know, could use that mental glass of wine as well. Until next time, fellow supermoms. Cheers. Nadine.